0: hello and welcome to our video summarizing all you need to know about child language acquisition theories and this video is particularly useful if you are studying child language acquisition for your a levels or further studies in this video i will be covering all the theories, particularly the major big four theorists, as well as some of the lesser well-known theorists, and do come back for our subsequent videos where we look at different case studies, as well as other issues surrounding child language acquisition and criticisms of these theories. So to begin, what is child language acquisition? The best definition for this is the process where babies and young children acquire the capacity to perceive and comprehend language as well as produce a new sentences and words to communicate. Now, There are general broad stages when it comes to child language acquisition, and these stages you will need to be very intricately familiar with. So let's start with the first stage, which is babbling. And this typically occurs between six to eight months. The one word or the holophrastic stage occurs at 19 to 18 months. The two-word stage is between 18 to 24 months, the telegraphic stage or the early multi-word stage occurs between 24 to 30 months, and then onwards is the later multi-world stage. Now going into these stages in a bit more detail, let's start with the babbling stage which is between 6 to 8 months. This is soon after the baby is born, uh, or rather 6 months into the baby's new life. And essentially, this is the pre-communicative stage. Uh, Essentially, all the sounds that children produce at this stage are universal, irrespective of the countries that they live in. And the babbling lacks all features of language except for phonology, where they can form and recognise sounds or speech, but they can't use any of this information to form sentences or understand what words mean. The next stage, which is the one word, or the holophrastic stage, occurs typically between nine to 18 months. In this stage, children can produce a small number of isolated single words and many sounds. Children will also overgeneralize to maximize the effectiveness of the communication. For example, they'll call all four-legged animals a dog, Children also learn to associate one word with multiple meanings. They can also use and understand phonology and distinguish between different sounds they hear. And in this stage, they start to develop a wider lexicon, understand morphology, as well as different rules that words have. The next stage is a two word stage, which typically occurs between 18 to 24 months. And this happens after uh, the previous stage. So after a few months of producing one word utterances, a child will begin to use two word utterances. And these two word utterances are usually in the form of noun noun. So dog cat or noun verb cat sits. A child's lexicon usually develops around 50 words and then it takes a dramatic leap forward. A child develops an understanding of the different rules some words possess as well as how to use these words. The next stage is the telegraphic stage. So a lot of things happen during this stage and this occurs between 24 to 30 months old. So firstly, the child uh, progresses and develops language at a much faster rate as they have at this stage grasped the essentials of language, syntax and semantics. They also expand the lexicon by around 10 to 12 new words a day. Many ask a large amount of questions, typically beginning with WH words such as who, where and what children don't be appear to be making word order errors but the sentences are shortened dramatically they generally follow the order of the subject verb and object for example doggy bark at me which might mean the dog barked at me furthermore during this stage the first inflection children learn is Usually ing followed by an understanding of plurals. So for instance, with this inflection, it would be I am going, I am sitting, I am eating and so on. Children also start to distinguish the difference between sounds and they can distinguish between difficult sounds with ease, but they may not be able to physically pronounce them yet, which is called the fist phenomenon and we're going to cover this later. Children are also still lacking function words and morphemes, and they don't quite know how to use them in sentences, but when heard, they do understand them. Finally, of course, the later multi-word stage. Of course, this is not the final stage. Lots of other things happen, which we'll talk about, particularly when we're looking at Jean Piaget's uh, language acquisition theory. However, essentially the later multi word stage, which occurs after 30 months old, is where we start seeing grammatical and functional structures emerge in a child's language. So before we further go any further, do remember that it would be great if you find this video to give us a like uh, and also subscribe to our channel if you are seeking educational content around language. And of course, you can always visit our website, which is www.firstratetutors.com where we do from time to time have model answers, revision sheets and cheat sheets that will be useful for your studies. Now, going back to language acquisition theories, firstly, you need to be familiar with the big four. These are the people who really form the bedrock of our understanding of child language acquisition. The first theorist is Noam Chomsky, the second is Barhus Frederick Skinner, the third is Jean Piaget, and the fourth is Jerome Bruner, who we'll look at in detail. So firstly, Noam Chomsky belongs to the school whereby uh, he sees language as innate. So he stated that children are born with an innate knowledge of language when they are uh, first born and learning the native language is really accelerated when they hear it from others. So he created what he termed as the language acquisition device, which he believes is innately born within children. This, uh, LAD states that number one, babies already know about linguistic rules as they are born with an inbuilt knowledge of language. Number two, babies hear examples of the native language which accelerates the language development. Number three, linguistic rules make, uh, help a baby make estimations and presumptions about the language it's hearing. And so from these estimations, the baby works out the language's grammatical sets of rules. And as more languages heard, the baby's grammar becomes more and more like adult's grammar. The next theorist is Skinner and he belongs to the school of behaviorist theory, which is basically we learn through nurture. And he bases theory of children acquiring language through interacting with their environment. All behavior from his perspective is conditioned through either uh, positive reinforcement, which is essentially rewards, repetition and following through of requests and demands by their parents. But also the other side of the coin is negative reinforcement. So also children learn through punishment, ignoring denial of wants essentially through pain avoidance. This happens again and again until the behavior is learned. It becomes natural and automatic. Thus, babies imitate their parents or carers and are either reprimanded or praised according to their accuracy. From Skinner's perspective, biology plays no part in the way children learn language. The next theorist is jean piaget and he belongs to the cognitive school of thought from his perspective he believes that a child must understand a concept before they can develop language to express it for example seriation so in this case there'll be a point in a child's intellectual development when they can compare objects with respect to size therefore if you give the child a number of sticks he or she could arrange them in order of size jean piaget hence suggested that a child who had not yet reached the stage would not be able to learn and use comparative adjectives like bigger or smaller, no matter how many times the carer or parent repeated it to them. They have to understand the concept of seriation before they can develop the language to express it. Another example he gives is the idea of object permanence. So during the first years of life, children seem unaware of the existence of objects that they cannot see. An object which moves out of sight from the child's perspective, ceases to exist. And by the time that they are 18 months old, children realise that objects have an existence independently of their perception. So once they realise this, the language can express abstract concepts. Now, Piaget is also really useful to understand because he developed and really... um, added to the school of thought around the different stages that children acquire language but he termed them slightly differently so the first stage according to him is what he called the sensory motor stage which is between zero to two years old in this case he believes that a baby can differentiate between self and objects so children in this stage are born with basic action schemas such as grasping Therefore, they use these action schemas to assimilate information about the world and at this stage children's language is egocentric They talk either for themselves or for the pleasure of associating anyone who happens to be there with the activity of the moment Also from uh, his perspective when he mentions egocentrism He essentially means that children see things purely from their own perspective and this is at the sensory motor stage The next stage of development and language acquisition, according to Piaget, is what he called the pre-operational stage, which is between two to seven years old. So he found, or he rather theorized, that children can classify objects as a single feature. And therefore, during this period, children's language makes rapid progress. The development of the mental schemas lets them quickly accommodate new words and situations. Therefore, from using single words such as milk, They begin to construct simple sentences. For instance, "Mummy, go out. Children's language becomes symbolic, thus allowing them to venture beyond the here and now and to talk about things in the past, future, as well as people, feelings, and events. In this stage, so the pre-operational stage, children's language shows, shows instances of animism and egocentrism, and if you can remember from the previous stage, egocentrism means children see things purely from their own perspective, and animism refers to children's tendency to consider everything, including inanimate objects as alive. The next stage, according to Jean Piaget, in terms of language development, is what he calls the concrete operational stage. So this is between 7 to 11 years old, just pre teen years. Uh, The child in this stage can think logically about events, objects and achieve conservation of number. Thus, in this stage, children's language development reveals the movement of their thinking from immature to mature, and from illogical ideas to very logical ideas. The language also reflects their ability to decenter or view things from a perspective other than their own. And children's language starts to become socialised, showing characteristics such as questions, answers, criticisms and commands. The final stage uh, is called the formal operational stage according to Piaget, and this occurs from 11 years and onwards. This is when now children begin to enter into their adolescent years and later on, of course, their adult years. Uh, And in this stage, it's really concerned with the hypothetical, the children's language and the adolescent's language really looks at the future and ideological problem. And so this stage, which begins at 11 years old, really shows adolescents gaining the ability to think in an abstract manner by manipulating the ideas in their mind without any dependence on concrete manipulation. They can work out complex mathematical equations, think creatively, use abstract reasoning and imagine the outcome of particular actions. The final big four theorist to be aware of is a man called Jerome Bruner and he belongs to the School of Interaction. So from his perspective, he believes that language exists for the purpose of communication and can only be learned in the context of interaction with people who want to communicate with you. Bruner suggests that the language behaviour of adults when talking to children, which is known as child-directed speech, is specially adapted to support the acquisition process. From his perspective, this support is often described as scaffolding for the child's language learning. He also coined what he termed as language acquisition support system. And this was, of course, in response to Noam Chomsky's LAD. Uh, He states through uh, LASS, the Language Acquisition Support System, that parents often use books and images to develop their child's naming abilities and their ability to get involved in conversation. So LASS typically involves, number one, gaining attention, which means drawing the baby's attention to a picture. Number two, query, which means asking the baby to identify a picture. Number three, label, which is telling the baby what the object is. And number four, feedback, which means responding to the baby's utterances this is also called scaffolding where the child is supported in the learning of language by carers and once they have learnt it this support is taken away now there are other important theories to understand beyond the big four and the first major theorist to know intricately around is david crystal and he has the theory that children learn language in five stages so he also came up with his own language development stages so the first stage which he just termed simply a stage one is where children say things for three purposes so either number one to get something that they want number two to get somebody's attention or number three to draw attention to something so during this stage children begin naming things with single words and then they move on to relating objects with other things places and people for example their mummy they also relate objects with events for example bird gone and at this early stage, they don't use much vocabulary. So they use intonation to ask a question. Children use words like there, want or, or gone to express a full sentence. It could also be st- said that this part of this stage is called holophrastic stage. The second stage is when children ask questions, where comes first? And the question often begins with interrogative pronouns. So for example, what, where, followed by a noun or verb, such as where gone. Children become concerned with naming and classifying things frequently by frequently asking or sat. They may also begin to think about the characteristics of things. So for example, big and small. And children are taught to, to learn things in opposite pairs such as up and down and hot and cold. The third stage is where by um, now, children are asking lots of different questions, but they often signal that they are questions with the intonation alone. So for example, they could say, Sally play in garden mummy. This is made into a question by varying the tone of the voice. So tonality plays, plays a really important role. Children also soon begin to express more complex wants by using more grammatically correct language. For example, I want mummy to take it work, meaning I want mummy to take it to work. Verbs such as listen and know are used and children refer to events in the past and less often in the future. They usually talk about continuing action. For example, she's still in bed and ask about the state of actions, whether something is finished or not. And hence, what we'll notice at this stage is the basic sentence structure has expanded, such as subject, verb, object, adverb, and any other element used. For example, you dry hands or a man dig down there. These sentences begin to appear, but also auxiliary verbs are used in sentences such as I am going and phrases like on the table, which is preposition, article and noun. The fourth stage is when children use increasingly complex sentence structures and they begin to explain things, ask for explanations using the word why and make a wide range of requests, for instance, shall I do it? They are increasingly able to use complex sentence structures and they have flexible language tools for expressing a wide range of meanings. Probably the most remarkable development is their comprehension of language and use of abstract verbs, for example, no, to express mental operations. They begin to communicate meaning indirectly uh, by replacing imperatives such as give me with questions like, can I have? As well as saying what they mean, they now have pragmatic understanding and suit the utterances to context or situation. Children also use negation, so denial, contradiction, for instance. He doesn't want one. They don't rely on intonations and signals anymore as they can explain themselves more fully. They are also able to use auxiliary verbs and may duplicate modal verbs, for instance, please can I or may I, and this can be showing that may is required for courtesy whilst can indicates being able to do something. Stage five is now at the stage when children begin to regularly use language to do all the things that they need it for. Uh, They give information, they ask and answer questions, they request directly or indirectly, suggest, offer, stating and expressing different ideas and concepts. Children are now able to talk about things hypothetically and conditionally, for example, if I were you, I would. They're now able to explain conditions required for something to happen. You've got to turn the tap on first in order to wash your hands. As well as making general references to past and future, children now talk about particular times such as after tea and before bedtime. And by this stage, children are very comfortable with all questions, beginning with words like what, when, where the subject and verb are reversed, such as what does that mean? So the next theorist to be aware of is Jean Atkinson. And in 1987, she identified three stages that occur during a child's acquisition of vocabulary. These stages are labelling, packaging, and network building. So labelling Is essentially the first stage and it involves making the link between the sounds of particular words and the objects to which they refer. For example, understanding that mummy refers to child's mother. In other words, they associate a name with something. The other stage is packaging and this entails understanding a word's range of meaning. This is when overextension and underextension becomes a hurdle in the development of the child's language. Overextension means they use the word, for instance, dog, to refer to all animals. The other stage is network building, and this involves grasping the connections between words and understanding that some words are opposite in meaning. A child starts with a hyponym, which means a general word that can have a more specific word under it, and they explore hyponyms which means words that fall under a hyponyms category. So for example, we can have the idea of a car and then they'll be able perhaps to identify a Ford, a Vauxhall, uh, a Ferrari, for example, or to make it even more simple, a hyponym can be an animal and then they can be able to talk about hyponyms such as cat, mouse, dog, um, insect, (laughs) which is not an animal, but anyway, you get the drift. So, Aikinson argued that there are no exact dates to which a child reaches a certain stage of learning. Some children learn faster than others. She believes that the speed of learning is influenced by innate abilities and the environment. Language is particularly learned by imitation, so parents and siblings play a role in the acceleration of learning a language. The other theorist to be aware of is a man called Michael Halliday, and he proposed that there are seven functions of a child's speech. The first is instrumental function, and essentially this means that language that is used to fulfill a need, such as to obtain food, drink, or comfort. This typically includes concrete nouns. The second function is the regulatory function. This is language that is used to influence the behavior of others, including persuading, commanding, or requesting. The third is interactional function, and in this case, language is used to develop relationships and ease interactions. This can include phrases like, I love you mummy or thank you. The fourth stage is the personal function. This is when language expresses personal opinions, attitudes and feelings, including a speaker's identity. The fifth function is representational or informative function. And this is language that is used to relay or reflect request information. The sixth function is heuristic function, and this is language that is used to explore, learn and discover. This can include questions or running commentary of a child's actions. And the seventh function is the imaginative function, and this is the use of language to tell stories and create imaginary constructs. And this typically accompanies play or leisure activities. So that's all that you need to know when it comes to child language acquisition theories. If you found this video useful, do give it a thumbs up. And of course, do subscribe to our channel where we offer lots of different educational content relating to language, literature, as well as mathematics. And for any further information, do visit our website, which is www.firstratetutors.com. Thank you so much for listening.